0: Are you
1: ready? It's the time.
0: Welcome Ladies and gentlemen, to season two, episode two of Man, Buns, and Jesus, where we're so glad you're joining us this morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to it. Um, And before we get into the podcast, I just have to say, my elders are so complimentary of this podcast that last night at the elders meeting, they all showed up with wigs in man buns. And it was just, we, we have a fan base, fellas. We have a fan base. So that's my introduction to the show what are we talking about today ben
1: uh well josh um today on our podcast we have uh, a friend of mine who i have known since high school or maybe he's had the displeasure of knowing me since high school that's probably more uh than yeah um he's a a pastor uh, a friend uh, a dog dad if i remember correctly uh perhaps the most agriculturally minded suburbanite I've ever known in my life, one of the few men ever happy to move to the state of Nebraska, and would not mind getting paid his yearly salary and heads of cattle. Our guest today is the the
2: Reverend Ryan Mazer. Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you, Ben and Josh. It's good to be here today. And Uh, What you said is absolutely true. Um, I was super excited uh, to uh, discover that my first call uh, was back to the state of Nebraska. And the state of Nebraska is pretty cool. Uh, It gets a really terrible rap uh, everywhere else in the country. Um, But, you know, when your number one um, (laughs) one sector is uh, agriculture, um, you know, no farms no food so i got to um, tell
0: you i thought you were just going to stop at when you're number 1
2: well yeah there's that part too so you know nebraskans have this this big bias about themselves too so i got uh, i got to say the though the state man. motto is it's not for everyone yeah, that's right.
0: I'm. I'm really disappointed that you didn't include his points per game in seminary basketball in your, in your I feel like that's no, a failure. We, on we could go all the way back to his behalf, high school production, and you will be censured appropriately. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Anyway, so we have Ryan on the
1: podcast today because, as I said, he is perhaps the most agriculturally minded suburbanite I've ever known in my life. In part because he didn't spend his whole life in suburbia, but mm-hmm. Uh, Over the years, I have watched him uh, foster and grow a passion for agriculture, for gardening, for uh, God's creation, and uh, we wanted to have him on to talk about why we should care about these things, Um, and perhaps, for those of you who are interested in getting into gardening, what's a starting place? But first off, Ryan, tell us a little bit about your love of gardening.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'll just kind of give a brief overview of um, kind of how I was raised. I was kind of raised in the best of both worlds. Uh, as uh, Ben, you put it, you know, I I was kind of the, the country hick in suburbia, which is an interesting mix. Um, but I grew up with the best of both worlds. Uh, my parents both grew up on dairy farms um, in East Eastern Minnesota, Western Wisconsin and from a very young age anytime I had I was out on the farm working with the cattle um, working in the field uh, doing everything I could now my my parents uh, decided to go back into Lutheran education and so uh, they bounced around kind of in the Twin Cities area uh, working at schools and that's kind of how I crossed paths with Ben in high school and really that passion of uh, being a farmer has always been there but yet um, I knew myself well enough I probably could not be out on my own without people for a very long time. And I um, got, got a, a hold of my heart, um, kind of when I was in high school, uh, for ministry, and I decided to pursue that path uh, for a career. And it's uh, been nothing short of rewarding of being able to uh, serve people where they're at, uh, to be involved in uh, the lives of people and also to bring uh, Jesus to them as well. Uh, but yet that passion for for farming has never gone away either and um josh and ben can both uh attest to this even when i was at seminary uh, they allowed me have a garden there Uh, for me there's just something about getting my hands dirty uh, to still have that connection to the land and also uh, everything that comes with it Uh, tinkering around uh, working on projects Um, right now i i have a garden uh, started and also i have a chainsaw torn apart and now him. I got a
0: question for you, Ryan. So,
2: yeah.
0: For for those of you listening and or watching,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um when he says garden like I don't want you to think like I have a patio and I have four plants on it, right. or like right. I have a little garden where I have a tomato plant and a pepper plant. When he says garden at the seminary, this thing was like as big as a house. Okay. <laughs> this was this was a small field. <laughs> So let's, <laughs> let's put that in context. Ryan yeah, is yeah. an overachiever sure. when it comes to
2: gardening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, my
0: question How big is the garden you're talking about now?
2: Um, let's see. It uh, keeps on growing a little bit, um, but it's approximately, I don't know, 16 by 18, 18 by 16, somewhere around there. So Poultry key. compared to the one on the seminary campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yep. As a matter of fact, uh, this morning, I, I just put a few more wood posts in. So we're building a fence around it and everything. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, love anything that has to do with outdoors. I'm also into fishing, hunting. Still get my hands dirty with animals in that way. Um, but any chance I can, you know, I love being out there. Um, being connected to God's creation ultimately. Um, so yeah, um, I'm very thankful for my wife who puts up with it too. Um, <laughs> a very special person in that way. Um, but really, it, it gets back to you know, kind of Christians' connection to creation is probably where I want to go with it. Um, you know right away we find in genesis you know one and two you know god made adam uh to out of from the dust of the earth um to be the caretaker of the creation uh, that was really man's first vocation was to um take care of the garden um now a garden in that sense like joshie said is not a patio it's not even you know the size that i have but it's uh, the whole world um and so God made man to, you know, take care of the animals, to, um, you know, prune the the trees, to till the earth and everything else. It's only in Genesis three where we find that all of a sudden that work got messy, that it got uh, difficult. There were weeds, thorns, everything else that became an issue. And so, really, that's. A huge reason why uh, farming, agriculture, gardening—all that—is important for us um, even today. Um, now, there's a lot of interesting things that have happened, you know, in the past several decades, where you know, less and less people are tied to the land. Only about one to two percent of Americans today farm, and so you're talking, you know, just a, a few thousand people in that sense, um, or a few million, I guess. Um, but really, it's kind of been our our deal since the beginning um and that's how man has been originally designed you know to work um and really, even today, the jobs that we find are derived from agriculture, you know now farming um and agribusiness and everything else are the bedrock of our society um and it's real simple to think about you know if we didn't have farms if we didn't have food if we didn't have you know the snacks and everything else that we have um there would be no civilization and uh, especially what they the,
0: say yeah. corn makes whiskey
2: yeah yep <laughs> yep and even those good things do so um, don't
1: forget the rain makes the corn though yep <laughs> yep <And>
0: god <laughs> makes the rain but i don't think that's it. um yep I hearing hearing you say all this stuff, Ryan makes me wonder, because because you're 100% right. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. um, in that agriculture and and this connection to land was the first profession was the first vocation, um, which is interesting, because when you say the oldest profession, that's not what people think about. Um, <laughs> right. But, right. <laughs> but I wonder And maybe this is something either of you guys have thought about, I wonder if how far removed we've gotten from that Mm -hmm. has had a negative impact on our. um, On our spiritual health as a as a as humanity right. Um, And and not not to say that I think everyone should should drop everything and go out and work a farm, Mm -hmm. but. I wonder if even if we were more connected to small things like gardening um, and stuff I, like I wonder, I wonder what the connection is to spiritual health and, and maybe maybe you guys can weigh in on that but that's that's where my head's going when i'm hearing you talk about this stuff.
1: yeah yeah. If I can jump in before you start going right because I know that i'm gonna lose you for five minutes here. <laughs> um, I josh I think that your your thought there is like more accurate than maybe we give it credit for i spent last weekend um my wife and i were transplanting a it was originally about a 12 foot tall bush that was in our backyard um it's tall bush. yeah slightly toxic to dogs so we wanted to move it so that when we fence in the yard uh our terror of a canine didn't um attempt to eat it and die yeah um but I spent most of Friday and Saturday digging a hole, uh, and it was amongst the most rewarding work that I think I've done in the last month, and that awesome. includes preaching an Easter sermon, right? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> um,
0: what's the highlight of your last month? Was it Easter? <laughs> nah, I dug a great hole. <laughs> it was. It was a lot of fun, um,
1: yeah. and and like hauling wheelbarrows of dirt away, and uh, oh, the whole thing was great. Um, but I, I think you, there, there's definitely something too, like that that original passion that God gave us to to tend to the earth, to to mm-hmm. care for the creation He gave us, it is certainly there in a lot of us. And I, I vividly remember a conversation I had with you, Mazer. I think it was at soccer, on a uh, some random weekday afternoon uh, at the seminary, and you said that you had been bored all day and because you couldn't find anything else to do you went and weeded your garden and like that was your cure to boredom and not only was that your cure to boredom but that was something you joyfully wanted to do mm-hmm. and, and i just think back to that and go man you're crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also too like i hate getting into that kind of work but once you're in it yeah there is some joy to it mm-hmm
0: yeah i think that means you guys have better knees than i do
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know i guess there's kind of two things that come to mind uh one is probably the the disclaimer it's kind of happens to be the nebraska state de facto motto is you know it's not for everyone but at the same point too there there is something to it um you know going you know I go back to Genesis quite a bit and you see how man was created in the image of God. Now, uh, you can parse that out so many different ways, but uh, one of the big things is kind of the, uh, the creative element uh, that God passed on to man in the original design, you know. And when you looked at Adam and Eve, you know, he said, yeah, you guys are very good. You guys are perfect. You guys are complete. And one of those things within the image of God is, yeah, the ability to create, the ability to, you know, uh, dig a hole, move some dirt, you know, um, and, you know, have things um, form more and more to how we desire, right? Um, that's all part of what it means to be the caretakers of of creation in that sense. Um, but yeah, having that that desire to create no matter if it's gardening, or, you know, graphic arts or music, or whatever else, you know, kind of passion that you may have, you know, all that is, yeah, I firmly believe within, within us, uh, people, humans. Um, So that hasn't been lost in the fall. Now, certainly those things can be, you know, uh, kind of distorted, right, where, you know, our passion to move dirt you know has created problems for creation right you know uh, not to you know jump on you know a political issue but you know jump away we do it all the that's time what we do yeah yeah you know <laughs> one example is like okay you know the, the issues concerning you know uh open pit mining right you're you're moving a ton of dirt uh, for open pit mining now that has impacted you know, in the environment in several different ways, right? It has released toxic, you know, uh, things into, you know, ecosystems and so forth. And so there's negative consequences to a lot of our our actions, right? Um, But as far as, you know, you getting out on a Sunday afternoon and moving a tree or something, yeah, that's a little slice of, you know, of that creative spirit that God has given you. Um, So that kind of get after it a little bit there josh you know Um, yeah in
0: a much more positive way i think because i my curiosity is and and i don't think there's we're gonna have to wait until we can ask god in person about this but has there been a negative like spiritual effect for individuals who are so far removed from that
2: Yeah, yeah right
0: because and, and I, I don't know if I would go far as to feel it. Say I feel it spiritually, but like, I feel a little bit of a disconnect because like I live in an apartment, and even previous apartments I've lived in, they've been in really old buildings, and I've done a lot of work for this for the, mm-hmm. for the owner, right? Mm-hmm. And at the place we lived in in Florida, we we replaced all the lights, we replaced faucets, we replaced closet doors, we painted which I didn't enjoy, but the rest of it was good. <laughs> but like we live in, in a a fairly nice, fairly new apartment complex and have a very helpful maintenance team. So like even the filters for our air conditioners, they come in, they, they say, hey, we, we need to come by and change your filter. Mm. Like they, they take care of everything. And I mean, we have a couple of potted plants on our balcony, but it's like, that's like, <laughs> especially compared to what you're doing that's that's not a garden that's nothing um it's something I'm, though like there's a little bit of this disconnect where like i'm not i'm not doing the creative stuff i'm not my my hands aren't i'm not touching dirt very frequently um which just reminds me of the never mind not important
2: uh <laughs> yeah I mean, you're, you're exactly onto something there um, is, okay, how does someone like in your situation rediscover that, that spirit, if you will, right? Um, how do you reconnect to the land in a way, right? How do you reconnect to, you know, the the vocation of man? And um, yeah, it doesn't have to mean, you know, um, going out and filling your patio with dirt. And, you know, taking off your landlord or anything in that way um hey i'd see, get fined it, for yeah. that yeah yeah I get so fined for do right <laughs> but um thinking of all the different ways and i even pose this for my confirmation kids too like uh last night we just talked about the fourth article or not fourth article fourth petition of lord's prayer you know give us this day our daily bread and really the emphasis there is um not taking things for granted right um so Okay, especially in our world and society too, you know, if you got five bucks, you can go to just about any drive through and get something, right? And, you know, our food sources are very accessible. Um, we thrive on convenience and everything else, um, which is fine, but it really fosters that negative disconnect, right? Between us and God's creation. Um, so, what are some ways that we can bridge that? Well, You know, a lot of communities have like farmer's markets, right, where you can go, where you can, you know, browse, you know, the things that are growing, you know, in your area. Um, But then also there's the people behind the tables too. And chances are those people are the ones who brew the the produce, you know, pop the popcorn, whatever it may be. And um, supporting those people, yeah, can go a long ways in becoming reconnected um you know the again if you got five bucks and you go to your local supermarket grocery store right you can pick out just about anything anything that's in season or out of season and it's there um big thing about farmers markets is usually it's stuff that's in season right um you're not gonna go to a farmer's market in you know my part of nebraska today and expect to find strawberries right strawberries are a typical you know july august thing and you know and that's just how it goes now josh where you're at in california those things are probably a little more year-round and Even you can pre- grow
0: pretty much anything pretty much whenever you want here yeah
2: yeah
1: and so you well, guys are should or not it. is a different question
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you say, is it good or not
1: Whether whether you should or not is a different. Oh, yeah, we're not there's water resources uh, involved. Yeah. yeah. (laughs)
0: The other thing is you said you can go to a grocery store with $5 and get something. (laughs) You're funny, you're funny guy. (laughs) You can't (laughs) Um, get a gallon of gas for $5 out here.
2: Yeah. And I mean, that brings up another good point, too, Ben, with like the water um, crises, you know, uh, that we find in the southwest even here in Nebraska, um, you know, our water table has really dropped in the past, I don't know, a couple decades. And it really brings up the question of sustainability too. Uh, Why should Christians care about agriculture? Well, it impacts our resources too. Um, And sustainable practices um, are all a part of, yeah, not only who God designed us to be originally as caretakers of the creation, but also um the the current um, current care of His creation even today um if we're depleting you know resources in order to make sure that there's fresh strawberries you know in Michigan in February, hmm okay, we should maybe think about that right um we should maybe slow down and think about, you know, yeah, maybe there was something to the practices of, you know, the generations before us when they would, you know, grow things, preserve them. And that's what you lived on in the wintertime, you know, um, kind of brings up, it questions the whole idea of convenience in our world. And it's countercultural and it's not popular. But again, it's something that we should Yeah, as Christians start thinking about um, that God's creation is not something to exploit, um, but it's something for us to to care for. So So you heard it it here first. Uh, Lutheran pastor says
1: we should abandon the state of California and move to where the water table is more more accessible and steady. The the
0: northern (laughs) half of the state is not a desert.
1: Okay, so we should... We should abandon the southern half of California. <laughs> and probably all of Arizona.
0: You know what? Yeah. I, I gotta tell you, there are probably a lot of Southern Californians who agree with you. Twelve <laughs> <laughs> like percent of the population moved out in the last in the last year. Mm. Fair enough. Yep. So I guess where where I kind of go, um, is is the and Ben, you can correct me if I'm going going too <laughs> off track here. But when you talk about sustainability, I I wonder about things like um, just environmentalism in general. What's the what's the faithful stance? And I I suspect the faithful stance is like we should really care about the like we should care about God's creation, right? Um, And I wonder, I don't wonder, I'm fairly confident that a lot of Christians, especially in the circles that we run in, gentlemen, the LCMS circles, um, maybe they get a little nervous about environmentalism because it's not, how do I say this tactfully, it's not an issue of their preferred political party. Mm. Mm -hmm. Was that, was I, was
1: I, tactful,
0: subtle? At least a little
1: bit <laughs> subtle enough uh I actually uh on Sunday Bible study uh we're walking through the catechism, and we did our Bible study this last Sunday a big on, catechism um I mean yeah, uh several hundred pages, and when you lay them out end to end you can you can do quite a bit of walking there um <laughs> but uh we were talking about the Father is creator and Mm -hmm. our place under that um one of that the implications of that being if if our father is creator and we we talk about him having created for the love of it uh Mm -hmm. and we talk about ourselves having at least you know some shadow of the image of that creating spirit in us Mm um we should also want to care for the thing that he's given us to Mm -hmm. care for in that same loving way um and that means trying to do things that aren't destructive to it um and we had all of these conversations throughout bible study about what we can do and at the end um one of the women in in the congregation you know who you are if you're listening to this podcast came up to me and said you know we really need to just stop being a hypocrite uh and i was like yeah you're right. We really do need to just stop being hypocrites. Um, it's as easy as about, that,
0: folks. Yeah,
1: we could talk about this all we want, but until we actually actively do something, it's not gonna it's not gonna change anything. And I think this ultimately kind of circles back to the like get your hands dirty thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, don't just talk about it, but do something. Um, which. It's funny because we're going to spend 45 minutes here talking about it um, and doing nothing.
0: <laughs> hey, I bet by the end of the day, Ryan has done some care of his garden.
1: That's fair. And I'm going to break up a bunch of sticks to bury them this afternoon. There you Let go. Let them naturally compost in the
2: yard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of getting back to Josh's question, you know, what what's the road to walk? And kind of there's you know, since you had, you know, Dr. Rockenbach on here last week, I'll I'll pull one of his things, you know, stay out of the two ditches, right? Um, The one ditch being um, uh, recognizing, you know, or overemphasizing too much the exploitation of creation, right? And the other ditch being, you know, completely neglecting our vocation, right? Completely neglecting our vocation would mean, okay, well, you know, creation is prime and man is just, you know, a part of it, right? Um, Certainly, you know, to your point, Ben, you know, we are creatures first and foremost. And I think in a way that puts us back, you know, into creation, recognizing that we're just not, you know, the Lord's over creation, but we're also fellow creatures that when i you know go home and see my dog you know here in a few hours hey she's a fellow creature right um that that deer you know that that i go hunting for that fish that i catch yeah those are fellow creatures now god has given them to me you know to provide for my need right and even my dog you know i'm not going to eat my dog but you know uh, <laughs> she's there as companion right that's um, a relief i was so. really worried about that right yeah yeah uh for <laughs> <Poor> eating <Eden. laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know, recognizing that, yeah, I am a creature, but also, um, I'm also made in the image of God. And although that's broken, uh, that also includes that I'm, you know, a caretaker. And so it's uh, kind of looking to another example. um, A big issue here in the state of Nebraska and other Midwestern states is uh, sustainable farming practices, right? Um, And, We kind of saw the consequences of unsustainable practices in the Great Depression, the Dust Bowl era, right, where people were just on a tear to plow up, you know, several millions of acres of land and try and squeeze as much as they could out of, you know, the soil. And of course that led to, you know, big massive dust storms and all these terrible consequences that ruined the lives of of millions. Um, So since then, there's been better practices to, you know, till to care for, you know, the land and everything else. Uh, But even today, questions concerning, you know, pesticides, herbicides, all these different things. As Christians, I mean, you you walk that middle road, right? Uh, Because on the one hand, um, we need farms to provide food, right? um not just food for the individual farm family but uh, the average farmer today uh, feeds on average you know a few hundred people um which is crazy to think about but again it gets back to only one to two percent of americans are farmers today um and so yeah we need those farmers we need them to be as efficient as they possibly can with the resources that they have but again where's that Where's that line where's that other ditch of completely exploiting you know um, the land you know draining wetlands to you know produce more farmland you know um, and all those different things right uh, how much roundup do you dump you know um, before it starts leading to others
0: it, it starts to give people cancer right um,
2: exactly and I've known well- several several individuals who have you know um, experienced the negative effects of those things, too, so
0: I think I think this is one of those issues that, like, almost it gets overthought and it's it's one of those things, if you don't overthink it, I think a lot of this stuff is really common sense, right? It's because we talk about walking the middle road and and treating resources, treating the environment with responsibility, and it's like. If you want to drill down and try and make hard set rules for all sorts of things, I think you're gonna have a really tough time
1: mm-hmm.
0: but if you kind of just like step back and and don't overthink it, a lot of it is like this makes it, so for example if you're if you're a big uh a big tech company and you have a bunch of you know toxic runoff, don't overthink it that should not be dumped in a right. river right. Yeah. Like, you're, we're not advocating for anything crazy. Just kind of th- like with the with the roundup and stuff. Like, don't you don't use enough of it that you're poisoning the next seven generations of of insects, mm-hmm. right? They're not they're not that sturdy. You right. don't need that much poison. Like, um, even even with the the littler things on a smaller scale. Just you know, you have a TV. Maybe think about if you can recycle or, or give it to someone before you just throw it in the dumpster. Like if you step back and think about a lot of these things, it, it makes a lot of sense, but I think we we try to overthink it and we try and, and make rule like hard rules for everything. And it just, I think this is something that resists that.
2: Yeah. And as Christians, um, you know, Kind of the big question in our world today is okay how does my decision affect my bottom line right um the the big question is always most likely about money right and so as christians you know who's who's the idol who's the god in our heart right is it our bottom line or is it, uh the god who creates sustains redeems and sanctifies right um if god is god over creation wow i should do my part and you know um being a fellow creature but also um being a good steward of the things that i have um for example you know not to put myself up on a pedestal or anything but um with the green ben grass, did that with the introduction you know, don't worry about it yeah that's fine <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, uh, but like, well uh lock like jeff later yeah that's fine um uh, <laughs> With uh, spring coming here in Nebraska, you know, green grass and everything, a question, you know, came up now that my wife and I are homeowners is okay, do we spray the lawn? You know, we got dandelions popping up, all sorts of different weeds. And well, our dog thinks that she's a cow sometimes and she eats grass, right? Um, and it's like, no, we're not going to spray, you know, because it could affect our dog, right? and okay dandelions are there but also they're everywhere too and so it's kind of again walking that middle road yeah it's a bummer that you know we have dandelions and all these weeds but also they're part of the creation too but yet we recognize that they'll spread but if we spray you know it could affect our dog too um so it's all those questions but again getting to the bottom line what is what is most important here too um is it um is it financial is it career repeal or is it the god who creates and provides right
0: it looks like he's gonna say something profound but i know him so i'm not
1: (laughs) you're not holding your breath
0: (laughs) i hope i hope the podcast could hear that deep breathing that i was doing it's
1: fair so I I think as as we're talking through all of these things um I mean yes common sense answers make a lot of sense um but sometimes it's hard like we've we've already kind of discussed if you haven't really engaged the earth in a while um it's hard to think about where we can start to do that again um we just came out of winter here in michigan in the last few weeks um what
0: what what is this winter
1: it's when the earth gets cold that's supposed to happen um anyway cali boy Um, (laughs) we we just came out of winter and like I'm I was thinking about all the things that I needed to do in the yard to prepare the yard and uh, we're, we're getting ready to put in a garden for the first time. So we have we have to do all sorts of stuff to, to prepare for that. And um, like figuring out where in my brain or where in my, my plans to just re-engage in some of those things um, was tough because there's so many different places that we could go. Like we live in, in uh a neighborhood that's not far from an old uh, auto manufacturing facility. So we had to or we're in the process of getting our soil tested to see if it's even Mm -hmm. like possible for us to grow in our own soil or if we need to truck in everything that we need to grow a garden. Um, We. uh, Our house and and our former former owner of our house um, had a habit of burying plastic bottles so we just find shreds of plastic all over the yeah i don't understand what was happening but we just find like shreds of plastic i'm genuinely
0: confused yard. that seems Me like too. a lot of work
1: <laughs> yeah i i think just when holes appeared things would get buried and then um yeah anyway um so we had to like pull all of these like random chunks of plastic out of the yard and there were like pieces of plastic bag floating all over the place and it was a pain Um, there were things that were wildly overgrown and and sometimes it could just even on like one home or one individual scale seem incredibly overwhelming Um, so and that like and that's as someone who has a a ready accessed way to re-engage the earth Mm -hmm. if you're living in an apartment like josh and you don't have like a small scale piece of the earth that you own that you can reasonably say okay i need to take care of this Mm -hmm. josh's scope is now well i guess i have to take care of my apartment and if i want to do something bigger i guess the next step is the planet um (laughs) what are some things that like we can reasonably do to small scale engage Mm -hmm. above Mm -hmm. and beyond um especially for those who don't have like a you know built in or go to way to do that kind of thing.
0: I offered to reseed one of my congregation members' lawns. So that's how desperate I am at this point.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. Um but uh yeah, I I think I brought up the farmers market example, right? You know, even if you can't grow it, go and check it out, go and support it. Um and yeah, uh talk with those folks. Um you know find any way that you can get yourself into god's creation right outside of you know the bounds of anything man made right um you know simply going to your local park right and taking in you know the beauty that's there um state park going for hikes right um find a buddy who goes fishing or you know does something else get you know that's an excellent way to get your hands literally in creation, right? Um, fishing is, you know, very accessible in most areas and fairly inexpensive and yet, you know, taking a fish off the hook for the first time, Hey, you're right there getting your hands dirty and slimy. Um, and, you know, or it's, you know, getting to Josh's point, right. Um, if you're allowed to have, you know, um, a ceramic pot or something on your patio, you know, plant something in it, right, um, or a house plant, or there's so many different things. Um, one of the ways that my wife kind of got into it, you know, since we've been married is um, is with succulent plants. Um, they don't require a whole lot of care, um, but yet they, they just kind of do their own thing, um, and it's, it's incredible to find all the different varieties and everything else, and and she doesn't necessarily have a green thumb. Uh, she puts up with me and helps me out, but uh, that's kind of her her way of getting involved in in you know reconnecting with God's creation in that sense. Um,
1: being a that part one, of yeah that last one would be a good low effort way for anyone who's yeah, you know, challenged yeah. mobility wise or or energy level wise. Yeah, uh, exactly. in addition to um, lack of availability.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to throw out a few others, a lot of communities have garden clubs too. Um, and so, you know, if, uh, if you don't have the space too, chances are someone in that club does, um, or yeah, really the, the opportunities are endless now, granted, depending on where you're at, right. Bigger city, it may be more challenging to find those folks than, you know, small town Midwestern uh, area, but. Uh, urban farming is making a comeback, though, um, and it just doesn't have to manifest itself in, you know, like what you're doing, Ben, or even Josh. Um, there's urban beekeepers now, and so uh, they they have you know agreements with businesses or whatever where they where they're able to keep bees and collect honey and everything else. Um, and so there's so many different ways to get involved. Some uh, cities. Um, even allow homeowners to have chickens, right? Uh, one or two chickens, you know, go get yourself a pet chicken um, and learn how to raise it, keep it alive and collect eggs and everything else. Um,
0: we have a family. Uh, so right next door to the town that, I, so I live in Corona, right next door is Norco, which is Horsetown, USA. They don't have mm-hmm. sidewalks, they have horse paths. And we have a family, they have now three horses, like eight chickens a goat three dogs some number of cats Mm -hmm. and all of this is in like a a suburban neighborhood right their neighbor's houses are like 10 feet away from theirs and they have a stable Mm -hmm. in the backyard it's just crazy Mm -hmm. so yeah go if you live in norco i guess go get chickens i think (laughs) i need a (laughs) permit for that
1: (laughs) I, yeah, I think those are I think those are great suggestions, Mazer, and uh, I feel like we're we're kind of coming to the end of, of our our time today. And I think we've explored some pretty interesting aspects of of how we can engage with the creation, care for the creation. But I have one final question for you, Mazer.
2: Yeah, what are you most excited to grow this year? Oh, that's a great question. Um, we have all sorts of things lined up. I'm probably most anxious to see how. Uh, my tomato plants will do. Um, we haven't got them yet, um, but uh, one of the things we love doing with our produce is it's something that was passed on to me as a kid. Um, but uh, my wife and I, we we can our own uh, produce. So you know, you pull out the mason jars and uh, the water bath canner, and you go at it. And so um, we're probably most excited to see how our tomatoes will do on the soil here. So. Hopefully they take off.
0: I seem to recall while we were at the seminary together, you being late to a dinner because you were canning tomatoes and something exploded.
2: Yep. Yep. I don't, maybe it did explode, but yeah, I always, my lesson in that is always make sure you have enough time, uh, even for the unexpected. So, uh, (laughs) yeah.
0: It's so so wise and and esteemed
2: i think we can call that <laughs> i don't know if you really belong
0: on this podcast yeah
2: um i'm still learning that i mean i was a little late to the office this morning because i was you know putting posts in my garden which you get some funny looks <laughs> when uh when your pastor is late because he was working in his garden so
1: uh, it's yeah. just your humanity that's that's <laughs> mm, chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, I think that means it's time for takeaways. If, and, and like we've said before, we don't plan these shows. So I don't know if we, we warned Ryan about this, but how we close, uh, every show is just, if you had one thing that you could say, I want you to take one as a listener, I want you to take one thing away from this podcast. What would that one thing be?
2: Yeah. Um, my one thing would be rediscover, uh, who God created you to be. Um, just not in you know individual uh, gifts and talents but also who you are as a creature um, who's been given a pretty important vocation so
0: what about you ben
2: oh
1: that's where my head immediately went so i think uh, i'll have to go with my backup plan here and uh, um, if you're going to can tomatoes make sure you know how to do it before you start so that they don't explode and cause you to miss part of an important dinner. Yes.
0: Yep. <laughs> um. And my takeaway is this is one of the first podcast. So I I generally keep a note card where I make like, as we go, I make notes to myself for like threads I want to pick up on or something like that. And this is, I think the first time I've ever written notes and they've all exclusively been like things I want to look into after the podcast. Um so I'm, I'm really just excited, especially, I, I know there's a farmer's market nearby. Um, they, I think Tuesday nights or Wednesday nights, they, they rent out a huge soccer field complex and, and they, there's a huge farmer's market. Um, so I wanna look into checking that out. And then you, you mentioned garden clubs and that sounds something that might be around somewhere out here. So I gotta, I gotta do some Googling on that. Um, But that's my takeaways. I'm just I'm excited to look into some of the stuff myself because all I got to patio and turns out when you grow uh, peppers in small pots, you get really small peppers,
2: Yep, which (laughs) I should
0: have known. But I didn't think about that. (laughs) Um, Some prayer ideas uh, as you walk away from this podcast or just um, pray, pray for creation um, and pray, especially for those things out of your control that impact creation um that God would would work in people that God would work in in the world um to to take care of his creation as and um, in full confidence that he does and he will um pray for your involvement with the earth and uh all the spiritual realities that go along with that anything else Ben Ryan
1: i'd i'd say pray for Ryan as he endures the the uh hellscape that is Nebraska
0: um <laughs> oh, I just, like, it's giving it's you not
1: that bad. <laughs> I did my vicarage there.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought it was my smart. job to knock the Midwest. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: There's yeah. a difference between Michigan and Nebraska.
2: We have lakes. They just have corn. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 To to all the listeners, uh, don't knock it until you try it. Come visit. Um, <laughs> you know, it's uh it's Definitely a slice of of God's creation, right? Um you, you gotta look hard sometimes to find the beauty, but it's there. Um and it's pretty awesome once you get to get to see it. So um, there, there are some great places in Nebraska. I don't mean to offend.
0: And there are some really great people. Absolutely. Uh, and if you like you're a Ryan great Maser person in Nebraska and you're looking for a church in um oh shoot, Platt? No, that was your vicarage.
2: No, Plattsmith. Yeah, so we're we're about twenty miles south of Omaha, so yeah. So we're, we're looking kind of right for a church.
0: Up our boy Ryan in, in that area, um, if you're in in Lake Orion, Michigan, boom, Good Shepherd Lutheran Church with Pastor Ben oschlager And if you're in in Southern California in the Eastvale Corona area, uh, check out Edgewater Lutheran Church with uh, this scrub uh, as pastor. Um, they haven't gotten rid of me yet, and. Uh, I believe it's it's we're now shameless around. plug time uh, notice I did the church thing before I said the plugs were shameless. Um, make sure to check us out <laughs> on we we now have a Facebook page so if you want to be a guest like Ryan just was, let us know because we will let literally anyone be a guest on our show and you can talk <laughs> about pretty much whatever you want um, <laughs> my brother recently came and he said, I want to talk about the Romans and their power dynamic with Jesus and I was like. Sure. So at some point we're gonna have my brother on, and we're gonna talk about the Romans. Um, so you can go ahead and message us on Facebook or talk to uh, to us individually, and and we'd be happy to have you. Or if you don't want to be on the show, but you have a topic you want us to tackle, uh, let us know. That's actually where last week's podcast came from. Um, and also make sure to subscribe to this podcast on whatever your favorite podcasting platform is, uh, whether that's Spotify, iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever. Pandora is still reviewing our podcast, so I don't know what's up with that. Um, but because we release extra content, we have these episodes that drop every Tuesday, but we release extra content, and the the first instance of that was actually yesterday. Um, and we don't, we don't put that out anywhere except for through the podcast. So if, if you want to hear it, if you want to see the extra stuff, which is crazy relative to what we normally talk about, um,
1: Crazy is a bit strong.
0: Crazy. Chaotic maybe is a better word. Uh, yeah, but you've got to subscribe yeah. on those podcasting platforms for that kind of stuff. So uh, I think I'm all shameless plugged out. Uh, unless you're I, writing a book, Ryan. Uh,
2: nope. Nope. Not at the moment. So it would be cool. Maybe,
0: maybe sometime in the future, look for Ryan Mazer's book. Uh, <laughs> and other than that, uh, brothers and sisters, go in peace. Serve the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God.